listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I remember when girls are goody two shoes, but now they turn to freaks. All of a sudden, we love you. Fight back up, ho. My name's Malik. Fight this, fight that. Where you going? Where you at? These girls don't know me from Jack. Yeah, I feel like the Mac. You didn't want me there, so hun, don't want me now. Here, here. Take the towel. Wipe off your brow and take the contact out your eye. You're far from looking fly. You get an E for effort, a T for nice try. Now tell me what's the reason that you're dying your hair. Slum village gold still dangling in your ear. You barely have a neck still sporting a rope. Four finger ring just so Fifer can scope. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we in the hizzy mm-hmm. on uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm last day of the podcasting week kind of yes it is even though tomorrow doing balls deep sports with uh justin yes we are so we'll we'll still we'll be here for the preems um also uh just found out today's recast is ending so we got to come up with something for that i know we just found out today like literally before we went on the air yeah, literally about what maybe an hour an hour and a half ago right and you got all these people like what y'all gonna do hey nigga we don't know either we nah, just try- <laughs> found out like you dog <laughs> right so we gotta search and do research and find out what's what best is gonna suit us all right so you know hey there's no uh definitely uh we'll we'll let you know as soon as we know we'll let you guys know the plan man um official weapon of the show is the taste and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 546 that bobby schroeder has been locked up in jail Mm-hmm. getting to be a long time him and loris need to be freed um and of course uh today's show is double sponsored okay first mm-hmm. of all the show is brought to you by loot crate loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt and you'll get three dollars off of any new subscription okay a lot of you guys say rod i like your cool shirts well this is one of the places i get them from loot crate send it mm-hmm. to me every month uh also speaking of uh monthly subscriptions this episode is also brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code free tbgwt to get your first month free at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right let's go ahead and get into some news all kinds of news is happening um and even though it hasn't been that long feel like it's been a while got to play this song know dog 
Do you want a phone? Yes. Do you want a phone? Yes. Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want a phone, let me show you how. Show me. Do you want a phone with me? Do you want a phone with me? Hey. That's right. It's LGBT news. Now, obviously, uh, there's a lot of it that is related to the Orlando shooting, so not all of it is good news. But then I was thinking about this segment. Um, it rarely is good news, but don't want to let them take the party away, man. Ain't that the truth? Um, so let's talk about all the shit that's going on. Okay. Okay. An Airbnb host removed his well, was removed for discriminating against a trans user. Good. Right. Every once in a while, like good. one out of twenty-seven stories somebody does the right thing good um and so uh so far look like you right mm-hmm. um they are like fucking up with our money and we got competitors popping up talking about ain't no discrimination happening in these places well also you gotta configure that people have access to social media now so when you discriminate against somebody for whatever cause or whatever reason that person can go to the internet and there's so many other people that will signal boost that shit so not only and and the thing is the person using the thing doesn't get the blame the company providing the platform gets the blame as they should because it shouldn't be allowed yeah so this is a a ongoing problem and yeah it's about time they got proactive about it Mm -hmm. um but yeah she uh um she's trans um and she books her accommodations accommodations through airbnb and she usually gives her host a head up heads up that she's trans um to guard against potential issues later on um which is a sad reality but you know it's it's one of those things where this person shows up and now all of a sudden it's like oh i thought you were a woman i'm a bigot you know i, I don't believe in that this north carolina you can't use my bathroom or whatever the fuck it don't matter um so uh she was surprised though when a minneapolis uh airbnb host rejected her reservation last year after she made the disclosure the host said she had a 13 year old boy in the house going through puberty and didn't want him to feel any discomforts in his own home what now how does airbnb work are people there or do they leave the house it varies it varies okay so sometimes they're there sometimes they're not sometimes you get them and sometimes you got the whole house sometimes you got a room Mm -hmm. and multiple other people will be there with you it's like you almost have to inquire what uh the particular person has sometimes people have um rules and regulations but they'll be like hey you can go in every room but this room or 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 whatever it may be or hey you might need to feed the dog you know it varies per owner you know because somebody's private house well uh petrosky told fusion she was even more surprised when airbnb failed to take actions after she reported to her experience via email the company told her at the time that it was an all-encompassing zero tolerance policy against content that promotes discrimination bigotry racism hatred and harassment or harm but it didn't act on her report until a tweet this week about her experience racked up hundreds of likes and retweets now a year later airbnb has removed the minneapolis host from the platform yeah so it's all the recent shit like i said it's not the goodness of their heart you can't depend on that oh no but this bad publicity oh you can depend on that 100 times out of 100 because they don't want to lose business or become associated with the idea of bigotry and airbnb you know right and you can go somewhere else and have uh a place where nobody would fucking use that shit that's why you use this platform because you want to rent your house out Mm -hmm. you know because you can go to the other platforms but the eyes uh 
aren't gonna be the same that's what that boils down to that's why you want that platform but you have to buy by the rules and realize that you're still serving the general public yep uh so the company announced last week it hired the former head of the aclu um washington dc legislative office as a consultant to start to study bias on the platform oh they ain't playing <laughs> they got the aclu they was like look we want to be sure we ain't breaking no laws they removed the airbnb host from north carolina who said a bunch of racist stuff too good so yeah that good for them glad this person's gone yes sad that it took this much shit to get them to do the right thing it's sad that it took this long uh right. because they've had a reputation for this apparently for a very long time mm-hmm. um you are going to get some people that may decide but honestly it's a lot of money they ain't never gonna get back yeah people that have left and just refuse to go back and people like us are going ah uh, nah not until you clean up your act and that's if i come then mm-hmm. uh noah galvin um who is a star of the real o'neill's uh called out colton haynes who you would know because he plays um arsenal on arrow he's basically roy yes well roy and we covered this on the nerd off but roy um you know at first he was kind of like why do people keep asking me about my sexuality it's nobody's business which it really is nobody's business right. but um later he he kind of came out and just talked about some different things he talked about um you know basically that uh he sleeps with men and whatnot i don't think he's fully claiming to be gay right uh he also um you know like talked about uh depression and why he had to stop filming arrows and all this stuff uh well uh noah galvin did an interview with who was it uh vulture and basically slammed colton haynes uh he said because uh, he plays a gay teen on the abc comedy uh galvin does okay uh he, he said that haynes announcement that he's gay in a recent entertainment weekly interview was fucking pussy bullshit that's not coming out he didn't actually say he was gay that's fucking pussy bullshit that's like enough people assume that i sleep with men so i'm just gonna slightly confirm the fact that i sucked a dick or two that's not doing anything for the little gays but giving them more masturbation material what? uh the actor said everyone in the glass closet the closet gay community in hollywood should stop beating around the bush and be honest about their identities there was a kid who guested on our show he was flirting with me so blatantly to the point where he asked me out a few times at one point i turned to him and said it was like are you gay he was like well i don't know i'm more like go with the flow i was like shut the fuck up get out my face you wishy-washy which i wish you watch bullshit answer you're a fucking faggot like i know you are you know you are stop beating around the bush just go make out with me in my dressing room okay uh he also continued to dig uh oh he took aim at brian singer who was accused of sexual assault in 2014 claimed he was raped uh by michael egan who claimed he was raped by as a teenager by the filmmaker brian singer likes to invite little boys over to his pool and diddle them in the fucking dark at night he said laughing i want nothing to do with that i think there are enough boys in la that are questioning questionably homosexual who are willing to do things with the right person who can get them in the door in new york there is a healthy gay community and that doesn't exist in la uh he also attacked the character played by fellow abc sitcom star eric stone street on modern family 
i think as wonderful an actor as eric stone street is i've never met him i'm assuming he's a wonderful guy he plays a caricature of a caricature of a stereotype of a stereotype on modern family he says he's a straight man in real life and as hilarious as that character is there's a lack of authenticity i think people especially young gay kids they can laugh at it and they can see it as a source of comedy but like nothing more than that and i want kenny to be more than the funny gay kid uh 22 said he's still figuring out his own bullshit therefore doesn't have time to be your fucking soothsayer uh well since saying that he apologized i um, wonder why <laughs> he was mm. he was going in i wonder why somebody at the network that you do a show for was like hey dog you can't be doing this bullshit also i think i don't know how to say like is the is the going rule gonna be like i don't want straight people playing gay and i don't want so you like how's that gonna work you know because gay people can play straight yes and they can straight some straight actors play gay on a show or something and, and i don't have a problem with that either yeah but maybe some gay people don't don't fuck with that you know especially if there's already representation issues uh but i mean that would be a pretty pretty tough thing to pull off that every actor that plays someone gay has to be gay right you know because i i certainly wouldn't want it to be the other way where like well, you can only play straight if you a straight person because Right. that wouldn't make sense not mm-hmm. that everything's equal and opposite but right you know i don't know how that would i don't know the feasibility of how that would work uh anyway he says i sincerely apologize to brian singer for the horrible statement i made about him in an interview i gave the new york magazine he uh read the statement my comments were false and unwarranted oh yeah he probably got that with a suit you can't just say that shit, shit like that that's a crime you know mm-hmm it was irresponsible and stupid of me to make those allegations against brian i deeply regret doing so i have never been to brian's house and i admit there's no basis for anything i said or implied about brian in that interview i understand now that my statements were not at all funny and have serious implications i'm very sorry and i hope that brian and everyone else who read that interview can forgive me for my serious lapse in judgment i have contacted new york magazine and other publications that republished my statements and asked them all to print this retraction and apology the entire interview i gave to vulture has hurt the lgbtq community and the industry i feel truly fortunate to be a part of yeah this shit that like reading that i was like ain't he only 22 this could fuck up your whole career mm-hmm. you never know who has more power than you at a network to be like yo fuck him get him mm-hmm. out of here come on doll who has been gay or either utah you bashing these people who you quote unquote feel is not being true and authentic to themselves and they might be somebody higher up in your in your uh company and you don't know these people everybody's not coming out going i'm gay so right. you know since everybody's not doing that and some people choose not to do that you can't force them to you can't make them do this you yeah. just you just happen to be a person that's very open but it's one of those things i i i think to me it's like it's very dumb and yes yeah, somebody got a hold of him and was like hey he ain't been convicted of nothing dog you can't say this you're gonna fuck around and get smacked with a lawsuit apologize yeah you're gonna lose your job my thing is that um i don't know how you just don't know who knows who you don't know what relationships people have like it could be the dude from modern family it's just like yo i've been on abc longer than this dude uh i know so and so and so and so hey get get this dude off of the fucking tv show Mm -hmm. or you just never fucking know i mean it's very dangerous and then also to just tell somebody they have to come out at the timetable that you've decided and they have to be all the way out i mean that's a sticky situation man because like i can understand the impetus of being like 
don't try to claim us in the dark and then go out here in public and 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 like distance yourself but at the same time we don't really know what anyone's sexuality actually is right and we don't know how they feel about it or any of that shit and someone's personal issues with their own sexuality can't really become representative of everybody unless they start speaking for everybody and if colton haynes wasn't going on being like this is how everyone should operate i don't know how you can really like call him to the carpet for that and and that's true and also i think uh for me it's one of those things uh it's real easy to tell somebody else what to do when you don't have to deal with any of the consequences of the repercussions well he feels he may actions. he may feel that he does because he's gay as well so yeah. it's like just come out the closet i'm out the closet and it worked for me well, so he I- may feel that on some level he can tell somebody else to do that i'm not saying okay you know what i'm Everybody's saying situation is different right like <laughs> Col- we don't know that. colton hayes parents right. we don't know like how he they were raised anything we don't know what his religion situation mm. is we don't know shit really um and he's talked about depression he's talked about you know all these other issues we don't know his mind state you know what i mean depression is some serious shit not everyone Mm -hmm. experiences it so it's it's easy on the outside looking in to just be like well just fucking tough it up and do do what you do do what i think you should do you know but we just never know what Mm -hmm. the fuck you know he might come out the closet and then kill himself the next week because it's too much pressure i don't know right you know everybody responds differently right uh my only intention was to try and empower and promote honesty but i fully understand the comments i made were brazen and hurtful to colton haynes and the lgbtq youth especially those who have embraced our show i have no right to dictate how or when anybody comes out of the closet i know how difficult and scary the process coming out of coming out can be and last thing i would ever want to do is make it scarier for anyone lastly as i said in the interview i think eric stone street is a wonderful actor i apologize to everyone i've hurt with my comments i understand the damage that has been done i'm new to this and will certainly commit to being more thoughtful and wiser as i navigate all this moving forward mm-hmm. you walked in that privilege and was like oh shit privilege don't save you when, when you say fucked up shit like this what do you mean privilege he's a white dude you're talking about white dudes that's true too but it's also one of those things where i'm white and i feel like i I got the right to tell anybody and everybody what to do and you can't tell me what to do and somebody tapped him on the shoulder like nah we i think we can sir yeah i don't know if it was a white privilege thing or not but i mean maybe i don't know right because like i don't any i didn't see anything in the comments that would make me be like well only a white person would do this because i'm sure there's black people that say shit like that too like, that's true too just say ignorant shit yes you know like i said he was talking about two white dudes i mean you know maybe he just felt comfortable being like yo this is how y'all need to handle y'all shit you know this is how i would handle it and you know and no i don't like the the, the second the, the dude from modern family i don't know how he can't take that as just an insult i don't right i don't know how you know whether it's the truth or not he's been, he been playing that role for years yeah ego's gonna get involved it's gonna be real difficult to look at that and be like yeah well he didn't mean anything by it like Mm-mm, you know not nah, he specifically called me out for a reason yeah like well, at least that's how you feel on the other on the yeah. other side i mean like, he he was like he's a wonderful actor and da, da 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 but really it's more like you're saying i can't pull this part off so right. whether he can or not he probably gonna take it pretty personal mm-hmm. uh let's see what else happened um oh a uh you know the orlando shooting that shit happened mm-hmm. and so there's been all kinds of news still coming out about that yes sir uh there's a republican um 
uh utah lieutenant governor who says he offered uh his hardest change he offers a heartfelt apology to the lgbt community um so he says um there were some kids in my class that were different sometimes i wasn't kind to them i didn't know it at the time but i know now that they were gay i will forever regret not treating them with the kindness and dignity and respect the love that they deserve for that i sincerely and humbly apologize it wasn't just the tragedy in orlando that changed how cox views the lgbt uh community over the years he's gotten to know lots of lgbt people whom he has come to consider close friends over the intervening years my heart has changed it's changed because of you it's changed because i have gotten to know many of you you have been patient with me you have treated me with the kindness dignity and respect and the love that i very often did not deserve and it has made me love you uh that's interesting man i want to know like policy wise what's he gonna do that's where your true action comes in and you know a lot of times when it's time for re-election how will you how will you respond mm-hmm. i just want to see how you gonna all right because everybody's singing and, and tap dancing and talking about, i've always been there Mm-mm. all right i don't know what he's gonna do but yeah i would like to see um you gotta be more than just your words when mm-hmm. you're in a position of power like that you you have the ability to help can't just be like well my mind changed and then you know you're accountable for the shit you said and yeah. the things you've done it doesn't and still be like nah y'all still can't get married or whatever it is that you're trying to rail against the machine with yeah it doesn't just uh like go away right because you decided you know like you still have to deal with all the shit that you've said and uh all the things that you've uh that you like any legislation you've done all that shit uh there's more information about the orlando shooter um uh, allegedly he was a regular at pulse the the club he shot up and he had a profile on a gay dating app Mm. to which some people are like well he was gay of course Mm -hmm. but i don't know that that means that no that don't always mean that you know uh maybe he was attracted to men as well and maybe he had some self-hatred quote-unquote uh issues dealing with that but i don't know that that's he's a self-hating gay and he had to go kill everybody i think even when people have quote-unquote self-hate that hate is guided from outside you know Mm -hmm. so it's like you live in a homophobic society it teaches you to hate yourself you live when i when i see black people that hate black shit like to just hate blackness i like on the one hand obviously i don't co-sign or or give them a pass on being anti-black but at the same time i know that they're it didn't come from within them mm, right like like they fed into all the negative shit that they get you know um i've been kind of holding my tongue and stuff on social media and on the show because i don't really want to say anything i regret but it, so much of this shit comes from religion yes sir you know even the good well-meaning people it still is there you know what i mean like when people don't i don't say anything i don't call them names and i don't discriminate but you know i just don't agree with their lifestyle like they don't realize that that is also bigotry it's soft bigotry but it's still bigotry you know imagine if someone said they didn't agree with something in your life that you couldn't fucking help like your skin color or your gender like when people just say i don't agree because they can't wrap their heads around the idea that an anomaly quote-unquote something might exist outside of their purview outside of their lived experience that it 
it, you know it, it adds up man it just creates the culture that underlies all this shit you know where you know uh, uh it, it emboldens people in my opinion um now i'm not trying to pass the buck on i think the only real person to blame when these things happen is the person that does the horrible shit correct um because many of us live in the same society and we find ways to deprogram or fight against or at least mitigate shit you know people find ways all the time um and i can't say like uh the pastor from atla uh james manning uh is the reason this dude shot somebody up like it's you just there's 20 million people that listen to him not that it's probably like 10 people but there's Ah! there's 10 people that listen to him and, and nine of them didn't do shit you know what i mean so i don't know how you fix the numbers and stuff but i i just kind of want to hold back on it because i know that it's complicated and in the same breath that i would like be ready to condemn kind of religion at whole um there's people that aren't even religious that hate gay people yes sir so uh, it's deeper than religion yeah it's it's just for some people like you said some people that have nothing to do with religion never stepped a day in their church don't even believe in god but go i don't like that right there yeah and this really and all it does for a lot religion in general just provides a platform and a place to organize for good and bad and when it's bad you know it's shit like this where you're like in society just this underpinning of just like we hate gay people we hate gay people we hate gay people you know um and i think it does add up you know the same thing happens with blackness and women and and so much other shit where it's just like this whole undercurrent that's constantly there and um it creates and fosters hate a lot of times it helps it incubate in people um at any rate um you know his father said he was upset about he saw two men kissing and he was angered by that uh but he was a regular at this club he exchanged messages on different dating apps and stuff um you know and people started recognizing like hey that's the dude that i was talking to on the um dating app you know um he also uh ty smith who also goes by name aries said he'd seen a team being escorted drunk from the club he get really really drunk he couldn't drink when he was at home around his wife or family his father was really strict he used to bitch about it yeah so this is like this is so, so fucked up this is his outlet too mm-hmm. this is his place right where like he actually understood on some level that this is a place where people could go and beat themselves and let loose and finally relax from all the pressures that were constantly trying to make them conform in life to something they might not really have been you know True. sometimes he would go over in the corner and sit and drink by himself other times he would get so drunk he was loud and belligerent he also explained to the orlando sentinel which spoke with at least four club goers who remember seeing mateen at post at least a dozen times we didn't really talk to him a lot but i remember him saying things about his dad at times he told us he had a wife and child um so yeah apparently they stopped speaking to mateen after he threatened him with a knife uh, apparently after someone made a joke about religion he ended up pulling the knife he said if he ever messed with him again you know how it turned out um he was married in 2009 he's abusive and unstable his ex-wife says they were married for just a few months before her parents rescued her from their home in florida leaving most of her belongings behind it's still unclear if he was married again after their divorce was finalized in 2011 um that shit was real she was like you know you can keep everything i'm out yep so 
you know and then you know as soon as people heard that oh see he was gay that's why he did it you know but you really don't fucking know man Mm-mm. you know a lot of this seemed like he just wanted attention like uh he called a news station um and like made a chilling phone call to a local news station during the massacre mm-hmm. i did it for isis i did it for the islamic state he said he called them about 45 minutes after the shooting began um so yeah he you know it was it was about and i think in this case it seemed like isis was the best way to get attention because it don't seem like he was extremely religious don't seem like he was really tied to any sort of ideology seemed like he just was like yeah this this the best way for me to get if people hear this they'll they'll fucking talk about me and that's really i seem like all he wanted uh they said he threatened to bring a gun to kill students in his elementary school shit yep go way back man when he was just 10 years old um so yeah they say he had unruly behavior and threats of violence against other people i don't know man it sounds like someone should have intervened a long time ago mm-hmm. in his life like get him talking to somebody or get him help, or something, help that he may need we may have needed right um his wife said she tried to talk him out of the orlando attack but now she there may be charges coming against her uh not his ex-wife in 2009 but his current wife yeah okay uh she feared he was going to attack a gay nightclub overnight saturday and pleaded him not to do anything violent but failed to warn the police after he left his wife nor zahid salman told fbi the fbi that, that her husband assured her he was simply going to see friends although she believed he was actually going to unleash terror at the nightclub which is a two-hour drive north of their home in point st lucy oh see so she even knew that's where he would go mm-hmm mm-hmm uh 27 victims remain hospitalized tuesday six are in critical condition uh 49 are dead 53 are injured um she apparently had an inkling about her husband's sinister plot after she told the fbi she once drove to put him to post because he wanted to scope it out in addition she said she was with him when he bought the ammunition and a host of several other several officials familiar with the case said authorities are considering filing criminal charges against her for failing to tell them what she knew before the attack but no decision has been made she's cooperating with investigators several officials said uh added but worried that once charges are filed she may stop talking Mateen, who was carrying a handgun and a Sig Sauer MCX, died in a shootout with the police uh, following the worst mass shooting in the U.S. Mm. Yeah, of course she'll stop talking because she go, oh, y'all press charges against me? I ain't got nothing else to say to you. Yep. Um, But, yeah, it's just kind of weird because with the abuse that he put the first woman through i have like because everyone has you know kind of a hot take right now and everyone's upset and they want to blame people and blame somebody and you know lord knows there's plenty of fucking things that go around you know whether it's guns being available that are that deadly and whether it's his wife not warning people beforehand uh whether it's his co-workers who said the dude was openly racist and hateful and shit and you know whether it's so many people that in hindsight you go back and be like well maybe they could have stopped them maybe this could have stopped them um but i don't know if you can truly ever stop anyone who's that fucking determined 
to just kill people where they don't even care about their own life uh but i don't know enough about their situation i mean if he was abusing her i don't know what you do you know what i'm saying if we find out like yeah and he abused her as well and she was afraid to leave then what do you do more information keeps coming out every single day Mm -hmm. and everyone has a definitive take and then some shit happens and it's like well well, now this information is out there so i don't know i don't know what you do i know what you don't do a tennessee law is holding the ar-15 giveaway after the orlando shooting what kind of gun is that the same gun that was using attack uh what ar-15 what the fuck is wrong with him He's offering two AR-15 assault rifles as door prizes. Uh, oh, for we'll put on the right number. Andy Holt is his name. When asked if he thought if giving away an assault rifle might be offensive, he said it's not intended to come across as offensive. It's intended to help people. Shoot more people? Right. He went on to blame the media for repeated use of the AR-15 in mass shootings why do we see the repeated use of the ar-15 well because it's interviews like this it's because the media's absolute infatuation with the ar-15 the media or you doll you you're the one giving it away for free not the fucking media what is happening here well i would say um when he say when i don't when i i think it's just chicken chicken or egg shit because they're using the gun which is why the media is talking about it right like it's not like they came out out of nowhere and just started doing it it it's because you were talking about it so now we have to figure a way out to and we're talking about it now because you're giving a fucker away what's i don't understand this concept yeah um uh anyway his fundraising event is a hog fest and turkey shoot he also cracked the joke about the transgender community god damn it ah 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 ha 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 did he throw a little racism in there too um yeah this he also said you can inflict a lot of damage um a molotov cocktail would have done the same thing he said barack obama has no control over the event and the women's division for the shoot is only open to biological females so many people just don't want to be shit right they's like i ain't shit and you can't make me be shit oh nope mm-mm. you 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 trying to help them out that i'm i don't want your help i mean they just don't what do you do when somebody don't want to be shit nothing there's nothing you just can trolling do. like people died and it's you you using the time to get to trolling you know like that's like something is wrong with people when 50 people die like a hundred people you know get shot basically and then you can't wait to rush on twitter and talk shit and you can't wait to fucking go online and leave comments on articles and you like you start thinking of people to harass like Mm -hmm. you know when you're i'm gonna get this gun away i'm gonna make a joke about transgender community make my dick hard just a sick sick world uh apparently there's a pastor who's uh making um has made some controversial remarks after the orlando attack uh he said um his name is pastor pastor roger yemenez um of the verity baptist church he says are you sad that the 50 pedophiles are killed today he said in a sermon um no i think that's great 
i think that helps society i think orlando florida is a lot is a little safer tonight we don't need to do anything to help as far as i'm concerned orlando is a little bit safer tonight um so yeah his he also went on to call for more death at the hands of the government if we lived in a righteous government they should round them all up and put them up against a firing wall and blow their brains out now what i'm saying is this people were real quick to run to the islamophobia over this and the uh radicalized muslim terrorism blah 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 right this dude's this dude ain't no muslim Mm-mm. he's he's a local orlando pastor i mean well not i don't is he in orlando um what's he at sacramento he's a sacramento pastor yeah so he's i mean dude. this ain't this ain't Allah, dog. Yeah, somebody brought up in the chat and make me think, do people know what a pedophile means? They don't care. They don't care. They just demonize anyone who's not like them. You know, it's that it's that ultimate um, offense list. Like, you're not straight, so therefore you're not only queer, but you're devious. Like, you're not just different you're devious you're sinister you're going to melt less kids and shit like that like you can't just be that yes says the person who has probably done some fucked up shit in their life too but he knows about it because it's not open right he's against gay sex but he's for murder come on right come on i mean he's advocating murder yes he is thou shalt not kill just goes right out the book right um, what part of the book is killing killing people nah, there's no love behind any of those words there's nothing of pure hatred speak this is a complicated one speaking of love chick-fil-a opened up on sunday to help all victims despite anti-gay rights record good so on the one it's complicated in my it opinion because on the one hand only i do think it's good mm-hmm. and some people i saw they were just so upset because i was on facebook i didn't even have a comment and some people were like fuck them fuck you know they part of the reason this happened and i do agree that their attitudes and them giving to anti-lgbt organization part of them part of the reason that these attitudes persist is because of people like Mm chick-fil-a and there's no way to erase that Mm -mm. that being said um if they are loving christians and they want to do things for the right reason and they want to give food to blood donors uh basically to re-nourish them right for uh and open up on a sunday when they never open that that to me i'll maybe that's just me that speak volumes and it's one of those things that we live in a society where you are not allowed to change you are not allowed to grow whatever snapshot somebody got of you that's what you offer the rest of your fucking life um and i think that for them to come in on a Sunday speaks volumes in itself. Cause y'all know they never open up on Sunday. And it's one of those things where they realize, Hey, we, we can't be so hard and so cruel that we don't even care about the community that actually comes and purchase our products. To me, this is a very good thing. Now, if they continue this, this is a whole nother thing. But in my opinion, this is a good step in the right direction. Cause they could have still been like, fuck it we ain't gonna open up for shit well i don't know if they're gonna continue it i mean i don't I hopefully well hopefully people not gonna get killed every sunday right i mean not 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 when i mean if they 
if they continue to do things to change the perspective in the view that a lot of people have for them that, that's what i'm talking about because this is kind of a right uh, a first step but there are more things they can do if they choose to do those things yeah we'll see i don't believe they will um i think this is a one-time thing um and it's just this is a huge emergency i'm on the one hand i'm glad that they opened and then somebody was there to help you know like um what people forget about chick-fil-a as a organization is that many 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 of the people that work for it don't even like they're still a company like they don't have they have policies against discrimination Mm -hmm. they hire gay people they do all this shit but we know they're run by a bigot i'm sorry because i don't dan kathy is a bigot you know anybody that agrees with his bullshit is a bigot too Mm -hmm. so they they have these um positions that they hold as a corporation but they don't actually operate within the corporation on that on that basis the problem for me is um i don't know that this signifies a change of any significance you know they have franchisees maybe these specific franchisees don't fuck with the corporate policy or that's true too you know they they might not be corporate yeah yeah maybe they're trying to change things maybe they're fighting the fight from within i don't want to tell people not to fight you know because i do understand it's an organization it's not dan kathy didn't personally fly his jet down there to help or hurt but it's it's just complicated because they do have this long ass history you know Mm -hmm. and you just can't forget about it you know You, you just can't erase it you know i know they've made some changes you know but uh you know they still have a long fucking way to go so i mean it's better i mean it's, i guess it's better than nothing right you know so you got to look at it with a grain of salt because it's, it's if than- they would have been closed people would have been like see look at these motherfuckers they christian but then when some tragedy happened they still got their doors closed not helping people when they could have right so i understand it was cash 22 but you got to be called accountable for your past actions as a corporation as well true well at any rate man i understand people that was really fucking pissed i understand the people that was actually kind of happy and like good I, it, was, it was complicated it wasn't some simple shit um anderson cooper um uh who uh it, you know was on the scene and doing interviews and stuff uh he talked to pam bondi mm-hmm. um who was now trying to um say that you know she's here to help out the community and all this stuff uh she's florida's attorney general but the problem that she had was in this interview uh anderson came with receipts and um she was not ready Uh, i want to ask you i saw you today saying that um anyone who attacks the lgbt community our lgbt community you said will be gone after with the full extent of the law um I talked to a lot of gay and lesbian people here yesterday who are, are not fans of yours and who said that they thought you were being a hypocrite, that you for years have fought, uh, you've basically gone after gay people, said that in court that gay people, simply by fighting for marriage equality, were trying to do harm to the people of Florida, to induce uh, public harm, I believe was the oh. term you used, in court. Do you really think you're a champion of the gay community? Uh, I- let me tell you, I, when I was sworn in as Attorney General, I put my hand on the Bible, 
and was sworn to uphold the Constitution of the state of Florida. That's not a law. That was voted into our state constitution by the voters of Florida. That's what I was defending. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do. I've never said I don't like gay people. That's but ridiculous. You do say, but do you worry about using language accusing gay people of trying to do harm? By the way, he didn't say you you don't like gay people. Right. She's just like, I've never said I don't like gay people. Well, that's not what the fuck I said. But I love how you just like ignored that shit and was like, yeah, but you did say this. But do you worry about using language accusing gay people of trying to do harm to the people of Florida that, when doesn't that send a message to some people who might have bad ideas Anderson, in mind? Anderson, I don't believe gay people could do harm to the state of Florida. We're but you argued that in court. My lawyer argued a case defending what the Supreme Court allowed the voters to put in our state right, constitution. But you were arguing that gay marriage, if, if, if there was gay marriage, if there was same-sex marriage, that would do harm to the people of Florida, to Florida society. That it was constitutional to put that in the, in the constitution. Are you saying you did not believe it would do harm to Florida? Of course not. Of course not. Gay, gay people, no, I've never said that. I, those you, words that have never come out of my mouth. But that is specifically what you were arguing in court. Y you know, no. No, what we argued was it was in the Constitution of the state of Florida. Let me give you an example. Medical marijuana. A 12-year-old could get it if it passed. We took that to the Supreme Court because of that language. Hold on. But if that passed, I would defend that as well because it's my job to defend and what's that, in those the are not Constitution. The same thing. Say what, Karen? Those, those are not the same thing. And that's her job to defend the bigotry if that's what happens. But then you get to turn around and be like, but I'm a champion for the gay community. I, I'm helping y'all. She ain't like, people ain't seen the shit she been doing. Oh, everybody doing it. You know, I saw so many Republican politicians with their thoughts and prayers. Which thoughts? The fucking vile thoughts you've been thinking or the, the, the words have been coming out of your mouth that we've been paying attention to? of the state of florida the, that's the, what it was about the hotline that that you've been talking about on television which allows family members and spouses of the dead to get information yes. uh, which is incredibly important and, and i appreciate you talking about it on the air had there been no gay marriage had there been no same-sex marriage you do realize that spouses there would be no spouses that boyfriends and girlfriends of the dead would not be able to get information and would not be able to probably even visit in the hospital here well, so isn't the, there a sick irony in that well yeah and let me tell you something let me take it a step farther um people aren't right now who are partners and aren't married um officially aren't able to get information so we're trying to assist them in getting information because early but isn't on isn't there a sick irony that you people. for years were fighting the, that very idea I was defending the Constitution of what's over 59% ah! of the voters put right. in the Constitution. So this, you know, the courts, the federal court said that not the Constitution, right. and you continued and to fight it. No, that's why we rushed it to get it to the U.S. Supreme Court, well, because we needed Before finality. it was the Supreme Court, there was a federal judge, and you continued to fight it after the federal judge ruled, and in fact, you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of mm. taxpayer money well, Anderson, fighting it. we rushed to get it to the Supreme Court. You know what today's about? <laughs> he is Jeez. not letting her mm -hmm. off the leash at all. He was like, all. "You will not rap, nope, because you know he's gay." So he's like, "Nah, doll, I paid attention. You, you, you talking about you're a champion now, okay? But you remember when you was fighting against people? Receipts. Um, you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to fight against this shit, and if it wasn't for the federal government saying it, it is a law across the board." 
you really wouldn't be you really wouldn't care and you know he's basically like hey people see what you're doing as soon as she tried to say she tried to slide that uh champion for the gay community uh shit through there no uh, anderson had to, uh had to cut off and, and let her know at 12 15 yeah it was 12 15 exactly if i'm not mistaken it was now you see something now you see now you done fucked up you know that thing I see what I'm saying. I, no, I, I thought. So, so, you know what I'm saying? You done I, fucked up now. You know that, don't you? I, yeah, I, I, you know you done fucked up, don't you? I, you know you done fucked up. Without the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Edison was like. Now, see, now, now you see, now, you know you done fucked up, right? Right. <laughs> and she wasn't ready. She was, she, she thought this was going to be a simple interview. She ain't know what to say. She didn't realize he was going to come with all the receipts. Nah. He went in the back. He, he done went through the files. He was like, hey, hey, you remember what you did back in the day? Now you see something. Now you see now. You done fucked up, you know that thing. I see what I'm saying. I, no, I, I thought. So, you're saying that you done I, fucked up now. You know that, don't you? <laughs> Jesus. That's really the embodiment of this whole fucking interview. Right. Is that Menace of Society police, uh, police scene? Human beings. Today right. it's about victims. It's about gay and lesbian victims. It sure is. Right. LGBT right. victims. Yeah, everyone. See, they try. See, this is why I don't understand when black people talk down on LGBT people because this is the shit they do to us mm-hmm. she really tried to change it to no it's about everybody it's just about the victims it's about floridians it's a no bitch it's about gay brown people that got shot up come on now they ain't talking about that the most of them were hispanic come on dog that's brown people he went there on the latino night on purpose right like it, it be specific stop trying to turn it into everybody because y'all this it's that i don't see color shit right but you're doing it with gender with with, with, with sexual orientation yes, where you you're are. like hey I, I mean to me they just all people no he targeted a group of people for a fucking reason yes he did <sighs> i'm just wondering about, is it hypocritical to to portray yourself as a champion of the gay community when i i'm just reflecting what I'm a lot not, of gay people have told me they don't see you as anderson that. i'm not portraying myself as anything other than trying to help human beings right. who have lost their lives who are right behind us right now in hospital beds, who have family members who aren't getting the services they need. This morning, you know what I've been doing? Trying to fight with a funeral home for overcharging family members to bury their loved ones. I'm not championing anything other than Floridians. That's what this is about. We're about human beings. And this is about victims who need help. This is about family members who need services. It's just that I I will say I have never really seen you talk about gays and lesbians and transgender people in a positive way Mm. until now. Um, (laughs) Ah! History for the last year, and I saw you tweeting about, you know, National Dog Month and National Shelter Dog Appreciation Day or Adopt a Shelter Dog Month. You know, it is Gay Pride Month. You've never even tweeted about Gay Pride Month. I mean, well, actually, if you look at my um, website now, we have hands clasped together, mm-hmm. um, all different colored rainbow hands. So you just put that up now? So, yeah, I did after right. this horrible tragedy. Ah! Absolutely. Well. Um, the only thing I- so you just put that up now? Did he, he, did he really hit her with that? Right. With this, so you just put that up now? Mm-hmm. 
She did. She was not. Uh, she didn't get the media training for this interview. She was not ready. Oh, she wasn't ready for them actual questions. Right. And he went letting up off of her. Mm-hmm. Are human beings whose lives were lost. So that's your message to gay and lesbian people here. Because again, I'm just telling you what people have been telling me to ask you. Um, moving forward, do you see yourself as being a vocal champion for gay and lesbian citizens in the state? They are citizens just like anyone else. No. Of course. I, I, my goodness, Anderson, we've had 49 people murdered simply because they were in a bar at the wrong time. Right. That's horrible. Yeah. I'm a career prosecutor. At the wrong time? They were in the bar at the wrong time. That's all it was. They were... Mm-hmm. So, is no. They were right. in a bar. They was in a gay bar. Yeah. Specifically gay bar. Yep. And mm-hmm. they were... Happen to, just happening to be brown on the wrong night. Right. Right! Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. Fuck out of here. Um, these family members are devastated. Well, it's good these to hear. These surviving yeah. victims are devastated. I know... I t- That's what this is about. Right. I know a lot of gay and lesbian people in the state want to feel that the people who represent them represent everybody in the state we're human beings right. and that's what this is about well, i appreciate that's you talking what this to is us. about thank, thank you. you thank you so much thanks for all you're doing on behalf of the victim thank you thanks pam, uh, pam bondi yeah they changed the subject we're all human beings i don't mm-hmm. see color now i don't see sexuality now you see now <laughs> you know you're not fucked up right he did call her out because the thing is she went i'm a champion he's like yeah i i went back through your stuff you know we talking about you know dogs and you know, i ain't never see you putting nothing out in these streets mm-hmm. she's like yeah we got multicolor hands he she was like you just did that right oh so okay so after this gets old that means you're gonna revert back to your old shit right Mm-hmm. because this is not gonna matter no more because it's not gonna be a top story but you're here for all floridians okay. right she's so gonna go right back to that hate come on because the people that voted you <clears throat> in is not gonna, gonna continue to vote for you you talk about them gays dog because the people that hate gay people will not be swayed by this Mm-mm. like the humanity is won't be in them especially since dude said isis they just gonna be like see that's that muslim shit see my hatred is different yep the way I hate gay people, it's it's some it's some other shit. We don't, I don't gotta kill them. I just hate them, and talk about killing them. That's different. <clears throat> a gator pulled a child into water near Disney Resort in Orlando. Oh, I heard about this. Two year old boy. So everybody can feel superior to the parents now. And Michelle, the Orlando community al- already reeling now. More shock and horror as the frantic search continues at this very hour for that two-year-old little boy and the gator who grabbed him. Visitors capturing the heartbreaking scene on camera as helicopters search the dark lagoon at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, where authorities say a large alligator has dragged the toddler into the water. All of this happening as his parents tried desperately to save the two-year-old. The father uh, entered the water and uh, tried to uh, uh, grab the child, uh, was not successful in doing so. Uh, At some point, 
I'm told that the mother also may have entered the water. So the parents uh, diligently tried to uh, get the child. It happened around 9.30. Authorities say the family, mother, father, and three kids had just arrived at the resort Sunday from Nebraska. Witnesses say the resort was holding movie night near the beach at the Seven Seas Lagoon. Investigators say the family was relaxing on the sand near the water's edge when the alligator suddenly appeared. It's my understanding that the father was uh, there nearby and the child was uh, uh, playing in the water, just uh, a foot or so into the water, and uh, the alligator came up and attacked. And he, saw, he saw this happen? Yes, and the father at some point struggled to try to uh, uh, get his son. The lagoon is a major part of the Disney World Resort. Disney is the parent company of ABC7. Everyone here at the Walt Disney World Resort is devastated by this tragic accident. As you can see, it is very dark out on the water, making the search for the child and the gator extremely difficult. Authorities say dive units as well as several rescue boats are currently out on the lagoon. We have a alligator trapper on the water right now with FWC officers and uh, Orange County Sheriff's Office deputies that are on the water. And like I said, we're putting every effort forward and we'll be here with them until there's resolution. Witnesses describe that alligator as being four to seven feet long. Authorities say that the little boy's father suffered scratches on his hands trying to save the son. That frantic search continuing throughout the night. Live in the Satellite Center. And uh, as of 14 minutes ago, it seems they recovered the boy's body. So. Oh. Uh, yep. So I'm sure people are going to blame the parents. Uh, <clears throat> seems to me if, if this is Disney Resort and you have kids out there, you might have to do something to uh, keep the zone alligator free. Yes, sir. You know, offense, something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I don't know. I know Disney. People expect parents to be fucking out. You know, just omnipresent, right? Know everything that's right. gonna happen before it happens. Come on, I don't care how diligent you are. I don't care how goddamn diligent you are. A child is a small person, and and they are a separate entity than you are. And there's no way you can control or dictate and manipulate every single goddamn aspect of your child's life. It is fucking impossible. It's just impossible. Yes, you do need to monitor. Yes, you do need to watch. But there's some things that are out of your control. These Just like with the baby that fell in the gorilla pit. They went to Walt Disney World not expecting their child to get ate by a fucking alligator. All right. I agree. Um, <clears throat> in other news, Howard is selling the nation's only black owned TV station, Howard University. Hmm. Um, so they've had the nation's only black owned public broadcasting station for the last 35 years. Hmm. Uh, they've won Emmy awards and there's been a the source of groundbreaking documentaries produced by black filmmakers. Like many HBCUs, Howard has had to deal with funding issues, staff cutbacks, and infrastructure repair. However, this could all change soon because of an offer that is currently on the table. The Federal Communications Commission, FCC, has started an auction that will lead to the sale of the university stations. Channel 32 and its unused digital channel 32-2, it is estimated that the sale of the station could garner between 185 to $500 million. A lot of money. The decision is historic and could have lasting impact on Howard University, but the cost to the black community may be too great. The loss of black owned news media and public affairs outlet in the nation's capital would be a tragedy. Yeah, I I, I could understand that too, because it would be a, a space that 
unknown very creative black people or small black people who may have never got a chance to do this anywhere else that opportunity is now taken away from them the university outlined four possible options for the station that include selling not selling or changing whc whut to a lower wavelength spectrum uh howard's president wayne ai uh and frederick stated in a memo howard university must consider the significant financial opportunity presented with spectrum the spectrum auction at the same time we will consider the value of what uh whut adds to experimental learning act uh yeah ex wait experiential okay my bad experiential said experimental uh learning opportunities for study for students and faculty at our school of communications and college of engineering and the program and public service opportunities we provide to whet through our loyal viewers uh, and this also comes in the same like little span same few hours as uh finding out that johnson publishing is selling ebony and jet magazines to a texas firm wow right what are people sitting in the beauty salon gonna read now ain't that the truth um but yeah it's a texas-based private equity firm and they're selling them to them for an undisclosed amount uh johnson publishing will retain its fashion fair cosmetics business its historic ebony photo archives which remain up for sale the deal which closed in may also included the assumption of debt um man it makes you wonder though what happens with those photos too that yeah that and and it hope, hope someone buys them that's is that's a you know that actually that cares. appreciates it right that actually cares and a lot of times and and maybe maybe this is just me being cynical a lot of times particularly when brown people shit get bought up by larger corporations who a lot of times have a disconnect to the community at large they they whitewash the shit the shit goes in the vault never get picked up again nobody ever hears of it a lot of times they just buy it and then just wipe it off the face of the earth well people say that about bet but bet has continued to be hound uh and actually really good for black people in the last few years i think they've actually been better under viacom yes they they were under bob johnson Mm -hmm. so hopefully something good will happen you know? i hope so but but because it's but hard it's, to turn a paper magazine into a digital magazine that's true but i'm just going by track record by the track record that's normally what happens somebody come by you out and just see the whole everything about the, the everything just disappears and you go what the fuck okay yeah i'm not arguing i'm i just said i'm hoping that it's not like that me too so, we're on the same page with that one no um also let's see uh social media really is bad for your health mental health uh remember when social media was a new thing or more importantly when it used to be fun hmm remember that Pepperidge farm remembers <laughs> so. i'm talking about the days for mama grandma and your aunties and them joined and started judging your every comment picture and relationship status update uh that's that's your family uh <laughs> my own dog but uh <laughs> basically uh this person you better uh, learn how to use them filters and filter their ass right on out right well you know if you have douche ass family you know it just sucks but uh just try to have some cool family don't, don't friend them <clears throat> right but a study done by the university of pittsburgh in march said of 1787 american adults were asked to share how much time they spent on social media and they had their risk of depression assessed through a questionnaire 
uh a researcher uh what researchers found was that on average people spend about 61 minutes on at least one platform during the day the more time spent on it the greater risk of feeling depressed as cosmo pointed out for the study what you're exposed to when you dive into social media accounts is also a huge player in how positively or negatively they affect you consider signing on to a feed filled with angry political rants updates on breaking new tragic news items hundreds of posts about people struggling with say debilitating illness or interpersonal turmoil comparing this to perusing a news feed peppered with adorable animal photos funny quips and inspiring inspiring quotes chances are the latter would be more likely to make you smile while the former would make you feel anxious aggravated or sad no matter how strong your self-image is well one thing that makes you wonder though is uh i think you would have to talk about how many people have maybe clinical depression how did you define depression in this study right um you know because that i think that matters it does it does and i think a lot of people in my opinion on social media and don't know how to use the tools when i mean the tools they don't know how to filter they don't know how to block they don't know how to mute like i'm surprised how many people don't know how to do these things and on it's the social media sites aren't friendly to that like they aren't user friendly you almost have to ask in order to figure out how to do a lot of this shit and then this person talks in the article they talk about you know unfollowing people Mm -hmm. um so and people yeah. take that shit personal nowadays it's like people i love i unfollow because i just don't it's just too much at times you're like no nah, i'm good it don't mean we can't be cool just because i don't follow you yeah so i don't know i just think i was way ahead of the curve on this one that's all i'm saying i will block and unfriend your ass so fast mm-hmm. i've, I've yeah, used a lot of tools I, I mute certain people i mute certain phrases and shit like that like you have to kind of uh make it conducive to your own personal mental health and sometimes i'm like you know what not today i just won't even go on depending on what's happening yeah uh all right let's get to uh some of our other news here some of our uh fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go around and we read articles from all over the globe and we score them from zero to 100. Intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Uh, you know what's funny? I was just making a joke about Chadwick Boseman playing a bunch of people in movies and stuff mm-hmm. there's a trailer for a movie based off of this hold on let me see if i can play ah, it ah, ah. in a world where black history is outlawed one man has to be all the historical black people throughout time to teach his class what it means to have black history starring chadwick boseman as martin luther king jr i have a dream and chadwick boseman as george washington carver behold the peanut also starring chadwick boseman <gasps> as harriet tubman i can't die but once and also starring chadwick boseman as sojourner truth Ain't I a woman? Introducing Chadwick Boseman 
as Malcolm X. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Starring Chadwick Boseman <laughs> as Rosa Parks. No. Featuring Chadwick Boseman as Leon Robinson in the Five Heartbeats. Don't you want to hang with old Eddie Kane? Starring Chadwick Boseman as Michael Jordan. I don't take pictures with niggas. And also Chadwick Boseman as Oprah Winfrey. You get a car. Then Chadwick Boseman as Little Richard. A wop bop a loop bop boom. Chadwick Boseman as Marion Barry. Bitch set me up. Co-starring Chadwick Boseman as Beyonce. You must not know about me. Introducing Chadwick Boseman as LeBron James. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Chadwick Boseman will also have to be Snoop Dogg. For shizzle. And Chadwick Boseman as that one nigga who bagged your groceries down at the grocery store. Would that be paper or plastic? Then Chadwick Boseman will be Queen Latifah. Who you calling a bitch? And as a revelation coming to the screen, as only Chadwick Boseman can do it, He'll also be Karen Morrow. We need empathy and sympathy. And finally, Chadwick Boseman will be you. Damn this nigga and everything. Coming to BET this fall. Make sure you watch Black History, the movie. Black History. Oh, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Is everybody? <laughs> Might have to go check that out. Sounds kind of interesting. Uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, oh, that gets a zero. A zero? Okay. That's just the best. I'll go watch that. All right, cool. Yeah, I think I might have to check it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a twenty-five because nobody else is gonna be in the movie. <laughs> but you know, I like chat with that much. Speaking of actors and being in movies, <laughs> so he's out. All right, he gonna produce. <laughs> he gonna be the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be the crew doing the food. Oh, he's got clones of himself. <laughs> uh, Star Trek's Zoe Saldana um, was talking. You know, she's going around doing some interviews, and uh, she's talking about that Nina Simone. You know that movie's coming out she talked about feminism talked about being a mother mm-hmm. um you know a bunch of stuff you know but of course they had to get down to the nitty-gritty what's up with that so with that nina stuff baby um apparently they uh asked her um what was going on and she says there's no one way to be black uh i'm black and the way i know how to be uh you have no idea who i am i'm black i'm raising black men don't you ever think you can look at me and address me with such disdain um then they so at first i'm like i I mean come on man you know that's not what people are saying but Mm -mm. and i know that there have been people have said that she said um the opposite before that we're all what does race matter we're all human and stuff like that but i'm gonna be honest i went back looking for those comments and i read the ones i could find and i didn't find her to be saying anything offensive yeah i do think some some of the critiques are are unfair and a lot of them are very valid it's probably gonna be a terrible movie 
well no 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 no. i'm i'm being specific here before you even get into this movie stuff okay i'm saying what people were saying um well she said people of color don't exist and she said that uh you know her views on race were were too simplistic and stuff like that i went and looked those comments up because i would like to know what she was saying that people found so offensive and the quote that kept coming up is this one as an interview with bet she said i find it uncomfortable to have to speak about my identity all of the time when in reality it's not something that drives me or wakes me up out of bed every day i didn't grow up in a household where i was categorized by my mother i was just zoe and i could have and be anything that i ever wanted to do every human being every human being is the same as you so to all of a sudden leave your household and have people always ask you what are you what are you is the most uncomfortable question and it's literally the most repetitive question i can't wait to be in a world where people are sized by their soul and how much they can contribute as individuals and not what they look like um she said i literally run away from people that use words like ethnic it's preposterous to me there's no such thing as people of color because in reality people aren't white paper is white people people are pink it's a bit ridiculous when i have to explain to a human being that is an adult like i am that looks intelligent but for some reason i have to question his intelligence and explain to him as if he was a two-year-old my composition in order for him to say oh i guess i can chill with you i can work with you i will not underestimate a human being and i will not allow another human being to underestimate me i feel like as a race that's a minute that's a minute problem against the problems we face just as women versus men in a world that's more geared and designed to cater towards the male species that is a situation that i spend time thinking about and working towards in and that i guess we could talk about that so like i said i didn't feel like because i think people were trying to be like i'm not a race i'm just you know no, that, that's not what she's saying i don't think that's what she was saying mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. clearly she didn't like talking about it or being asked because she has a different reality uh than uh, some of us not every other, but there's right. and i've seen other people that aren't famous that are just people of mixed race backgrounds who are like yo i get fucking tired of the first thing people ask me so what are you right you know that's very valid and you know everybody was raised very very differently and it does not erase who she is by her just expressing herself and sometimes i think when people express themselves and it's quote unquote not what people or the collective group considers a norm you get a backlash yeah um you know and i don't think she's ever thought that she wasn't black right i mean she talked about when she was a kid her mother didn't say well you're this you're that she just kind of said you know uh you're you're my daughter you're that you know that's it um she says when i she also talked about um being a black woman before she says when i go to the dr the press in santo domingo always ask k ted consider us dominican dominicana or americana what do you consider yourself as dominican or american i don't understand it's the same people asking the same questions so i say time and time again yo soy una mierda negra i am a black woman they go oh no uh you are dark you are dark skinned i'm like no let's get it straight i'm a black woman uh now this came from when did this happen uh why is there no date on this oh nine seventeen so maybe last year they don't have a year last year yeah they don't even had a year on it four years ago so this wasn't even so this was uh four years ago she said this This is before the nina simone shit so she's never seemed to have a problem identifying as black Mm -mm. it seems um that being said doesn't mean she should play nina simone but i just thought like i said some of the criticisms of her were like 
she also oh, now you want to be black it's like well she's she never denied she, it. she said she is a black woman right um anyway like i said at that point i was kind of like okay i can see what you're saying like you're raising black sons how dare anybody question your blackness that's cool sis but we seen the trailer for that movie and the prosthetics and that's when they switched the whole narrative the very idea that saldana can't could be considered too pretty to play simone seems to make the actress more sad than defensive i never saw her as unattractive nina looks like half my family she says but if you think the prosthetic nose i wore was unattractive then maybe you need to ask yourself what do you consider beautiful do you consider a thinner nose beautiful so the wider you get the more insulted you become that's not the criticism i saw Mm-mm. like literally i didn't see anyone saying why she's too pretty to play this woman why is she doing this nope i didn't see anybody be like but nina simone was ugly i uh, nope at least not no black people nobody that i saw who had a problem with her getting this role started with some it's because she's too pretty nope. to play this part now the part that says the part about being too pretty it seems to come from the uh author of the piece sarah von boven um van boven i'm saying sarah van boven really interested to look up her picture and see what she's a uh, white woman it seems okay huh okay because i don't know man that sounds like some white shit to think that uh people had an issue because she's too quote-unquote pretty, pretty. to play nina simone because nobody's critique was that Mm-mm. like maybe that was some white people's critique that was no black person's critique that uh she's too pretty to play play this role yeah, so who are these white people dying for a new to simone movie yeah like you can you can say you can say that bullshit um uh as far as that being the reason no. uh so then she goes on to say um was seen to drive criticism about sardana daring to take the role once she turned down for a year by the way was not just the idea that she wore darkening makeup darkening makeup to play simone but the even deeper affront when the job went to someone seen as apolitical this characterization doesn't necessarily square with sardana's own experiences reading all the postings for casting for the 20 years i've been an actress there's so often that last line about the director wants to go traditional with this part she says meaning caucasian not every now and then i encounter films like james cameron jj abrams ben affleck j uh james gunn and they go why not you you're traditional you're everything still she has no regret um i don't necessarily get that part um uh, what that has to do with the nina simone part nothing she still has no regret regrets the script probably would still be lying around going from office to office agency to agency and nobody would have done it female stories aren't relevant enough especially a black female story she says i made a choice do i continue to pass it on the script and hope that the right black person will do it or do i say you know what whatever the consequences this may bring about my casting is nothing in comparison to the fact that this story must be told uh the fact that we're talking about her that nina simone is trending we fucking won that's not why i was trending Mm-mm. For so many years, nobody knew who the fuck she was. She is essentially, she is essential to our American history as a woman first, and only then is everything. Man, but you know this movie's gonna end up being received as a farce. It's not gonna Mm-mm. engender any it's goodwill not. towards her memory. Right. It's gonna be seen as the movie you shouldn't have done mm-hmm. more than anything else. More than the Nina Simone movie, it's gonna be the movie So Is Aldana shouldn't have done. Mm-mm. Ah i know she's trying to spin it man because she human and she sees the shit that 
people say about her yeah, and it's gotta it hurt you know what i mean especially considering the movie is you, you're done it's signed you know people already got a problem with you you just gotta weather the storm i mean she she in some good franchises where she can get to kind of make money and ignore this shit to mm-hmm. the best of her abilities mm-hmm. but if we're being real as an artist it's got a sting man but that's why you shouldn't have did it man i don't i don't agree you should not have done it like it's it, it would have been better sitting somewhere and not being told if if you're not the person to tell it you know what i'm saying and i don't like it's 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 like saying well at least we got a wolverine movie it's like yeah but it fucking sucked right you know what i mean <laughs> like like uh anyway um all right because the, the problem is bigger than that it's one of those things where people are going well you're playing an iconic person and people are looking and they're and they're looking at nina simone and going you don't fit a lot of her characteristics and you know, and and they were saying there were people that probably could have played the role better who, where they wouldn't have to do all this cgi and makeup and stuff and my thing is this she still could have played the role if they would have done it better that's that's the thing it just was not good and you just don't want to admit it wasn't a good it's just not good you it just looks false and fake with the makeup and the prosthetics and shit like that that shit matters to people when they're watching the movie yeah i like it saying nobody knew who the fuck she was is just also part of the problem right right it just reeks of such ego man like if that's the if that's what you want nobody white knew who she was so it don't matter who she know yeah like what, what was the point you were trying to bring across but like i said trying to understand as a human being i know she feels attacked and and some of this got to be just b- b- lashing back out at black people but you, you really should not have done that Mm-mm. i'll just leave it at that zero to 100 karen for oh for oh, oh for, yeah for the article in her comments uh 25 75 for me because when that movie come out and tank everybody gonna be like see and this why your ass should have let it sit on the floor right but okay you know it doesn't just because you like something doesn't even get a person to do it like it's so much shit to it i mean and if you really were that fucking pressed to get it done i mean you do you say you have the name sign on as a producer you know mm-hmm. but we all seen the fucking film room we seen the writer's room for that shit we seen the white folks and it don't look good. stop stop trying to turn it into something it's not um a fired cop holds up his black girlfriend to prove he's not racist a <laughs> hundred north carolina uh i mean florida this is in no, florida north carolina lord have mercy no it's in florida you know but uh he definitely did it had to had to get it out there so i don't know if it was a race thing or a lady thing but i'm mad as hell mm-hmm. <laughs> fire cop holds up black girlfriend to prove he's not racist one of the four Fort Lauderdale police officers fired in a racist text message scandal. Text max. Text, text message scandal. Text max is good. Mm-hmm. Spent the day fighting to get his job back. He brought his girlfriend as a witness to an arbitration hearing who he claims proves he is not racist. Mm-mm. Man, he can't be racist if he loved his black woman, Karen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A lot of white men stick their dick in black women and don't give two fucks about them. 
in two in tuesday's hearing for fired office officer jason holden his african-american girlfriend testified that he is a good person right everybody think they're good cool everybody think they're good so uh yeah so the slave owners who own the slaves who raped the women thought they were good people too right you is kind you is smart uh, there are people that make mistakes. There are people that say things that they didn't mean, said Perpetua Mike Mitchell, who said she has known Holden for about four years, and they became an item about a year ago after the allegations against him surfaced. Oh, for real? After the allegations surfaced? Mm-hmm. Nick, uh, what? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You think, you think, I think I know how he proposed. Uh, you want, I, I actually got it on tape. You want to hear the proposal? Exactly how did you propose, Tanya? Okay? Now listen, okay? I said, Gina, you schemed, you plotted, and finally, clank, clank, you trapped me. I got on one knee. I said, yes, Gina, I will marry you. Damn, are you happy now? <laughs> It was smooth, straight to the point. <clears throat> what do you think? That's what I that's that's what I think happened. He got caught with them, them nigga letters. He said, uh <laughs> Yes, I will marry you. Mm, and jigabooed her ass out there and it was like, No, this is my nigga wall. Fuck you. Or uh, she said he's a cop. He shouldn't have said that word, correct. She added she doesn't believe he used it in a hateful way his voice choked as his parents cried in the hearing room as he apologized for texts that were laced with bigoted comments i'm not a racist i've never been a a fascist i'll never be a racist fascist what's that maybe they spelled that wrong he had he said he became numb to the use of racial slurs because he heard them constantly from the black community black officers and white officers Um, yeah it's it's black people's fault because you know white people have never used the n-word before black people started never and there are a lot of white people that are around black people that don't yeah that is not who i am police chief frank adderley said it doesn't matter the officers use their private cell phones exchange hateful messages it's a 24 7 job on duty off duty whatever you do once it comes into light you're a police officer everyone's going to look at your actions Holden was fired along with fellow fort lauderdale police officers chris souza and james well the fourth officer alex alvarez resigned the officers allegedly created a video that was racially biased and the others exchanged racist text messages among themselves he also said there was a ku klux klan hood seen in the video which also takes shots at president obama by depicting him with large gold teeth and even stock stages of mock execution of a black suspect but not racist guys Mm -hmm. Nope. What's important nothing is, is racist anymore nothing nothing is racist What's nothing is that he's not racist he's not he's not racist at all mm-hmm. uh <laughs> i really said uh act, an activist agreed that the behavior of the four officers has set community relations back decades this is pure hatred and racism it's obviously morally repugnant and we cannot have this in our community said marcia ellison president of the broward naacp in february an arbitrator refused wells bid for reinstatement souza uh chose not to appeal his dismissal however none of these cops have had their licenses to be cops revoked that's because at the time under state rules bigoted speech was not caused to have your certificate taken away these officers regardless of how appeals uh regarding fort lauderdale job come out will be free to work at whatever agency will have them 
Welcome yeah. to Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, Ferguson was a lot of cops who got kicked out of, out of other agencies. Man, I just can't believe this black woman got up here and said, man. Mm-hmm. I do. Dick must be bomb. It better be the bomb. Jesus Christ, man. The dick must be bomb with a side of that racism. Yeah, I can't. Nah. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Nope, because you got to respect me and my people. Mm-hmm. Would not be able to do it. At any rate, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, I said hundred, but you started this story. Yeah, it's a hundred for me as well. Um, <laughs> he's not racist in any way. Did you see what he said? Did you watch the video? Oh, I just got. I just became his girlfriend. Yeah, I just. I mean, all I know is I need like, a ring. Like last week. Okay, I told my mom I'm engaged, so I'ma just need everyone to calm the fuck down. <laughs> I'll take a racist. Uh, Herman Cain uh said donald trump is not racist of course not not the man with the 999 plan yeah donald trump is not a racist contrary Mm -hmm. to popular belief Mm -hmm. not racist to me he's like donald trump's black girlfriend come on from a year ago um man i wonder what they sex was like i know they was using race play and all that shit boring shit Mm -hmm. nah i think that racist cop was he was probably saying some things said she seemed like the type to take it Mm-mm, not me <laughs> well, i know not you Mm-mm. but she was because there are a lot of lies out there allow me to set the record straight about one of the biggest lies out there about Donald Trump. And I hope the liberals and the liberal media is listening. Donald Trump is not a racist. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. I know what a racist look like when I see one. And Donald Trump is not a racist. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you know what one looks like? Do you? Donald Trump not a racist, according to Herman Cain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zero to a hundred. Oh, zero, because it's um herman cain yeah zero he's adorable i don't know what to say just shows up and says stupid shit and disappears got his cash that check mm-hmm. uh here's one uh oh actually you know what? let's say that for sunday let's move on to to some uh guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the world where we play news articles from all over the globe and we ask contestants to guess the race and this time it's the chat room and the chat room is super racist all right 
and today's guest of race is double sponsored is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps go to getbevel.com and use code free tbgwt and you can get your first month free at getbevel.com yeah uh father's day is upon us okay some of y'all have played your little reindeer games too damn long but you still got time to make it up why because your daddy is already disappointed in you all right but you can go out and get him this present at any point go to getbelva.com and get him the shaving system get a safety razor shaving brush blades priming oil shaving cream cool restoring balm his skin will feel great he'll look great uh all the women gonna want him again help him out give him the gift of everlasting youth getbevel.com code free tbgwt get your first month free also brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises all you gotta do go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt in the offer code tbgwt you can save three dollars off of any new subscription for less than twenty dollars a month you get six to eight items including licensed gear apparel collectibles and unique one-of-a-kind items and more i was wearing my he-man socks today as a matter of fact felt fresh in my he-man socks um and <laughs> you know like i said people wonder where we get these shirts from mm-hmm. you know scarves hats you know i got a pikachu hat that i wear people are like oh my god i love this is adorable where'd you get that from loot crate didn't even know it was coming didn't even mm-hmm. know what was gonna be in the box you never know till you open the box and you're like oh my god i'm like a kid on christmas but every month as an adult and it's so much fun give the gift of joy to yourself at lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt to save the three dollars okay do this by the 19th the 19th is a cutoff date and that uh that means you will lose out on this month's box which the theme is dystopia okay featuring robocop terminator 2 judgment day the matrix and all sorts of things bioshock infinite fallout 4 you just never know man comic books collectibles everything so lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt all right ghostbusters impersonator who used to go to kids parties and stuff like that soliciting soliciting child for sex he showed up to the sting operation dressed like the men in black i think he was gonna flashy the kid and see if he'll forget he's like i don't molest him but it's cool though i'm just gonna give him that flashy thing and then he'll he'll forget all about it he'll forget like that like they did in the movies right you went to a birthday party and you had a good time tonight i'm like i don't know if that's how 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 it happened flash Um, yeah look look here i got my shades on look look, look right here just just this way baby this way who knows how many other victims he has if that's the case Uh, he's had a lot that don't even remember you know like he could be flashing kids all over the place you know i'm gonna need you to look into this uh look into this thing 
I feel like that's how he walked up in the stain. You know he did. The cops was just like, get on the ground, sir. They was like, do, uh, it's, do you hear this music? Sir, can you have a seat? He came in and did a spin and everything. He's like, oh, I'm about to get my molest on. Oh, shit, what's going on in here? Uh, where y'all come from? Michael Robert Garessi, 36, was arrested on June the 10th for soliciting sex online with children. He's a North Carolina man oh. who's not transgender but still molests children. Hmm? Is the GOP gonna be able to handle that? Did I just blow your minds? Um, he would person, he impersonates movie characters as an entertainer at children's parties. Uh, he was arrested by Lincolnton police on June 10th for have, trying to have sex with a child by a computer and showing up dressed like the men in black character for the meeting. Uh, authorities. Oh. Mm hmm he trying to have sex with a child by a computer well i guess via computer That's oh what it means. V- okay via computer i'm about to say well shit he, he was like okay i got a child i got a computer let's get this party going authorities conducting an undercover sting and op- uh, operation uh involving the man as an officer posed as a 14 year old on social media garessi who, who used the name doc while in character hmm, too close to dick if you ask me yeah allegedly talked about uh wait aren't in character aren't you supposed to be just a letter j k agent m mm-hmm. single is agent doc oh, too many letters stick to the cosplay rules allegedly talked about meeting lincolnton uh to engage in sexual activity Boy, with the team letter s for this snake you gonna get mm-hmm well i guess he was ghost busted because he also impersonates ghostbusters oh that's right police arrested him once he showed up uh damn did he go to the same just the same ghostbuster car we was took a picture with i know i hope he wouldn't know with us right uh he once showed up once he showed up to the meeting spot he drove to the exact replica 1987 Ford crown victoria using the men in black movie wow he even has a car a Uh, black uh, a black colored car had an aftermarket uh toggle switch and emergency light equipped to replicate the one in the movie to impersonate the characters in the movie starring will smith and tommy lee jones he would wear a black suit with black glasses and a black tie authorities say he also had replica vehicles from the blues brothers and ghostbusters as part of his business as an impersonator for parties he also is an instructor at the connecticut school of broadcasting in charlotte someone was just talking Aww. about going there um, no, we might want to hit them up the part-time employee in question has agreed to part ways with the school pending the outcome of the incident he had been affiliated with the school for over a year there's no indication the allegations had anything to do with the school or the students in any way he was charged with one felony count of soliciting a child for unlawful sex act appearing to meet the child he posted seventy five thousand dollars secure bond hmm, business is good mm-hmm. authorities are asking the public if anyone's had any inappropriate contact with him in the past to come forward um so we'll see guess the race uh what is his name uh, uh mr michael robert uh garessi uh ghostbuster slash man in black slash child pedophile molester uh let's see black everything except that d white of the house lannister oh i think that's more incest than child molester uh 75 g's white uh white says gourmet goober man in white <laughs> here comes the man in white uh <laughs> uh the correct answer is uh and 
I gotta get back mm-hmm. to my sound effects. Yeah, tell me here comes the men in white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to grab them booties. Right. You know, I think he was uh he was probably out there like like the booty warrior. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Probably. But when lockup visited Kentucky State Penitentiary, we met Fleece Johnson, a longtime inmate who practices a very different kind of homosexuality. But we have sexual desires, right? So you got a bunch of men locked up at one place. All of them get hard. All of them's horned. All of them got sexual desires. So what are they going to do? You won't let them have a woman. They're going to have each other. Somebody's going to have to give us some booty. Uh, the correct answer was like... <laughs> And nobody missed it. Somebody gonna have to give up some booty. We gonna do this the easy way. We gonna do this the hard way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's if his I picture. If I want you, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> uh, that's his picture right there. Well, there you guys go. Uh, let's see who else. Um, he ain't afraid of no ghosts or them or the kids. Yep uh here's one um women smile for the police after allegedly assaulting a mcdonald's employee oh mm-hmm. yep i guess it was uh i guess it was their uh no it wasn't that day um police say three women got mad at a mcdonald's employee of course and they assaulted the employee in ohio because she was working too slowly in serving them what didn't pay her dollar 25 an hour after she gets taxed mm-hmm. she must have had that meat nuggets loving uh in their booking photos they can be seen smiling the assault happened on june 8th in bellevue ohio according to police the female employee was assaulted in the restaurant parking lot after the woman thought she was trying she was wasn't serving them and that child quickly enough oh well, kids got to see this great sure that kid will grow up to be an outstanding human being. um the so the women are identified as ashley england mary jordan and sammy whaley they were arrested the next day after security video was used to identify them england was charged with assault theft and child endangerment jordan was charged with assault and child endangerment uh and due to the fact that england and jordan had their children present with them and the children also participated in the incident holy shit hey teach your kids each one teach one hey i believe children are future mm-hmm. teach them well and let them lead way right uh yeah show them all the beauty they possess inside mm-hmm. and then they took the most swagged out um <laughs> yes they are swagged out motherfucking um, um uh photo op pictures you, not photo ops what you call mugshots yeah mugshot photo ops lord they smile like it's a photo op right all right guys guess the race chat room um but let's see uh oh wait gotta wait on them to catch up to the show and i'll put their pictures on the um i think they're all the same race by the way in case it's not a trick i know Mm-mm some of you guys get a little nervous that we're trying to trying to get one over on you here mm-hmm. but we're not uh they're all the same race um 
let's see she hunkis says dr dostax big mac with a side of entitlement white white hamburglers sister wives of the hamburglar white housewives of the trailer parks caucasoid uh the correct answer is and everybody got it white what was the clue that it was belleville ohio i thought somebody would have guessed black i don't know but this pick man they really the one in the middle yeah it really was like glamour shot time right that's why i said photo op like i don't care about going to jail no i'm cool with that i go to jail over these chicken nuggets Mm-hmm. uh let's see let's go to the bonus round and wrap this bad boy up guys <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round to guess the race so far. Everybody's two for two, but let's see if they can go three for three. Cause when it gets to bonus round, people get a little bit nervous. Here we go, chat room. Mm-hmm. A mother abandoned her kid, which was a little baby, inside of her car after she crashed into a pole at 70 miles an hour. Oh. following a reckless police chase oh <laughs> okay okay all right you good yeah I, I think i am had to wrap your head around a lot there uh yes i did you need a second i don't know she thought she got a car from acme <laughs> a missouri mother is accused of abandoning her baby inside of a car she crashed into a pole while driving at 70 miles per hour following a high-speed chase police said Shanice Marshall, 19, was driving recklessly before she crashed the vehicle into a pole. Uh, She then allegedly fled the scene and hid inside a nearby restaurant where she was later taken into custody. Police said once back at the scene, they located a baby in an unsecured uh, car seat. Of course it was unsecured, because why not? Uh, Then when they questioned her, she allegedly told officers she did not want to get caught in a stolen car again. Oh, what the fuck is happening here? Police is like, now you know you don't now see now you know you done fucked up right again you know you done fucked up again she has since been charged with seven counts including endangerment the uh endangering the welfare of a child tampering with a motor vehicle resisting arrest fleeing the scene and property damage uh judges issued a fifty thousand dollar cash only bond guess the race of miss shanice marshall uh chat room see what they believe uh one who can't outrun cp time but can out can run away from her kid oh guilty with a good reason black (laughs) she she was breaking the laws of god apparently so that dude that dude's voice is amazing Mm -hmm. on that oj documentary yeah i said oj you can't cheat on this white woman it is against the laws of god <laughs> i'm like nigga this is what you said this about i said it about the murder he was talking about cheating on that white woman <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend of that white cop black Aww. i just won hood rat bingo with all the clues black locked him in the car to keep him from jumping in the gorilla pit black <laughs> uh of house jackson <laughs> <laughs> anyway the correct answer is black 
stop everybody went three for three today good job uh internet uh let's go ahead and get into the final segment gotta talk about these swords uh what my sword fighting music there we go Let's see who fucked up this time and broke the laws of God. Mm, broke something. <laughs> OJ, <laughs> that dude. You can't, the best. Be, you can't cheat on a white woman, OJ. Mm-hmm. You are breaking the Coonan laws. <laughs> <laughs> That's Coonan 101. <laughs> what a. Uh laura lynn mahoney age 29 had been drinking and was suffering from mental health problems when she lashed out she launched into 21 year old Stuart haworth with a 10 inch blade on his parents front doorstep september last year uh demanded she demanded that his parents rouse him out of bed she then accused him of stealing her brother's bike and inflicted a cut with a sword which required her treatment the mother of one had been prescribed medication for her mental health but had not been taking it in the period leading up to the attack there was no suggestion that mr Howarth had in reality been involved in any wrongdoing mahoney was handed a two-year suspended sentence in birmingham county i mean birmingham crown court in april having a already been in jail on remand for six months so they slapped on the wrist nothing really mm-hmm. it's cool you can stab somebody in it's cool don't worry about it no don't need to go to jail or anything Mm-mm. She previously pleaded guilty to wounding with intent to cause grievously grievous body harm bodily harm this is the end of the week her sentence was attacked uh was attacked as far as too soft by the attorney general must have the same judge that let that that rapist go the birmingham judge had been unduly lenient and mahoney should have been given an immediate jail term it was argued but the court refused to increase the punishment uh lawyers for her said she was now back on her medication and making good progress she's already served the equivalent of a 12-month sentence we have come to the conclusion that the sentence imposed whilst lenient was not unduly lenient and the application is refused so back on the streets with these swords dog Mm -hmm. gotta get your sword on apparently so and uh don't forget man today's show brought to you by loot crate get uh go to lootcrate.com slash b tbgwt code tbgwt uh get bevel.com to, uh, get bevel.com and uh free uh it is free tbgwt at get bevel.com and it was also brought to you by the movie black history in a world where black history is outlawed one man has to be all the historical black people throughout time to teach his class what it means to have black history starring Chadwick Boseman as Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream and Chadwick Boseman as George Washington Carver behold the peanut also starring Chadwick Boseman as Harriet Tubman I can't die but once 
and also starring Chadwick Boseman at Sojourner Truth. Ain't I a woman? Introducing Chadwick Boseman as Malcolm X. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Starring Chadwick Boseman as Rosa Parks. No. Featuring Chadwick Boseman as Leon Robinson in the Five Heartbeats. Don't you want to hang with old Eddie Kane? Starring Chadwick Boseman as Michael Jordan. I don't take pictures with niggas. And also Chadwick Boseman <laughs> as Oprah Winfrey. You get a car. Then Chadwick Boseman as Little Richard. A wop bop a loop bop a lop bam boom. Chadwick Boseman as Marion Barry. Bitch set me up. Co-starring Chadwick Boseman as Beyonce. You must not know about me. Introducing Chadwick Boseman as LeBron James. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Chadwick Boseman will also have to be Snoop Dogg. Fuck shizzle. And Chadwick Boseman <laughs> as that one nigga who bagged your groceries down at the grocery store. Would that be paper or plastic? Then Chadwick Boseman will be Queen Latifah. Who you calling a bitch? And as a revelation coming to the screen, as only Chadwick Boseman can do it, he'll also be Karen Morrow. We need empathy and sympathy. And finally, Chadwick Boseman will be you. Damn this nigga and everything. Coming to BET this fall. Make sure you watch Black History, the movie. Black History. All right, baby. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah.